0: In order to live in freedom as the children of God, Father Jacques-Philippe tells us that there are three things we must learn to accept. Ourselves, sufferings, and others. So first, accepting ourselves. We can often be tempted to think that if only the circumstances of our life were different, or that we were different if we had different personality traits, gifts, or capabilities, that we might be holier, love God more, or that our life would be better. And we also tend to compare ourselves to others thinking that the Lord wishes we were more like those people we perceive to be holy or good. We might think, oh, if I was more more like so-and-so, I'd have better friendships, or I'd be more faithful, or I'd be happier. But Father Jacques Philippe says, a great deal of time can be wasted in the spiritual life, complaining that we are not like this or not like that, lamenting this defect or that limitation, imagining all the good we could do. If instead of being the way we are, We were less defective, more gifted with this or that quality or virtue, and so on. Here is a waste of time and energy that merely impedes the work of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. A key to freedom, then, is accepting ourselves. I think this has the potential to sound quite cheesy, right? Just accept yourself, be who you are, yada, yada, yada. Uh, But that's not what we're getting at here. So there's a difference between that sentiment, which is more like being resigned to certain shortcomings and sins, thinking okay, this is just who I am, I'll never overcome this downfall or that sinful habit, so I might as well just stay like this. And accepting our shortcomings, trusting that God loves us and wants to work with us as we are, transforming us more and more into the image of Christ. Too often we work against the Holy Spirit's movement in our hearts because we're unable to accept the way we are, the way things are. We think that the Lord is not working because things are not as they should be or we are not as we should be. But God works in reality. He is present and moving in the real things that are going on in our lives and hearts. God became incarnate. He entered into our fleshly reality, took on our human weakness. This is the way he chooses to work. When we are unable to accept ourselves, especially our weaknesses, we cannot give in to the work of the Spirit, and we might become convinced that Christ is waiting for us to be a certain way rather than being with us as we are now. So how do we come to accept our deficiencies or limitations to experience that freedom of the children of God? A few things come to mind. The first is looking to the cross and remembering that weakness is the way God works and the way he demonstrates his love for us. Often we need the eyes of another to know how we are loved, maybe a friend or a parent. We need to see um, with their eyes. We need to see who we are through their eyes. But ultimately we need the eyes of God looking with god's gaze and coming to sense in some way the tender love and grace that he looks on us with we come to know that he wants to transform us and make us holy even though we are imperfect broken and weak so the lord sees our weakness and he's not appalled by it he actually wants to come close to us in it and heal it and transform us and when we can see with his eyes when we can see ourselves with his eyes um, it's a great help to accepting our own weaknesses and accepting ourselves as we are. Father Jacques-Philippe says, The greatest gift given to those who seek God's face by persevering in prayer may be that one day they will perceive something of this divine look upon themselves. They will feel themselves loved so tenderly that they will receive the grace of accepting themselves in depth. When we know that we're accepted by God, we're enabled to move forward with Him. And that doesn't mean that you know we won't be asked to change to change and work through some of our weaknesses or our sins. The second thing we must learn to accept is suffering. Is the point of life never to suffer? Often we do all that we can to avoid suffering or to eliminate it from our lives, but this is impossible. If we can only be free when suffering is gone, we will never be free in this life. Suffering is present in the life of every person. And Father Jacques-Philippe says that the worst pain of suffering lies in rejecting it. To the pain itself, we then add rebellion, resentment, and the upset the suffering arouses in us. The tension within us increases our pain. But when we have the grace to accept a suffering and consent to it, it becomes at once much less painful. So think of someone, you know, with maybe a broken leg. If they deny its brokenness and attempt to keep living life as normal, walking around, you know, maybe running or just going about their normal life, it's only going to get worse. And that person is going to be in a lot of pain so we can't begin to heal from our sufferings unless we actually accept them as they are and finally when we we can't accept suffering we reject the idea that the lord is working in our sufferings which truly is a rejection of the cross the lord comes to suffer this is how he shows his love for us and when we look at our sufferings we tend to think god's not present here god's not working here that's not true Often our sufferings are the exact place where the Lord is working, the exact place where he's loving us, where he's transforming us, where he's helping us to grow. And finally we must learn to accept others as they are. Father Jacques Philippe says that the faults and sufferings of others are actually graces to us. And that people um, are going to hurt us. They're going to cause us to suffer in different ways in different times. And this is a reality of their freedom that we can make choices that impact one another. And he says, the attitude, thinking that the faults and sufferings others cause us, are graces, this attitude is neither spontaneous nor natural, but it is the only way by which to achieve peace and interior freedom. So we have to come to learn to accept that the things people, others in our lives choose that may have harmed us, we have to accept those things as they are, that we can't change them. We can't change those decisions, those actions, no matter how much we might wish to. If your professor assigns you a lot of work, or your friends don't invite you to a certain party or gathering, or your parents have divorced, or any number of things have happened to you caused by another person, we have to accept that we can't undo those sufferings, you can't change those things. Another thing we often have to learn to accept about others is that people are different from us. The way they communicate, their temperament, their personality, and oftentimes when we are upset by another person. It's not always just because they're trying to hurt us, but we just maybe perceive things differently. So Father Jacques-Philippe says, Many interpersonal problems, which we are quick to judge as morally wrong, are simply communication difficulties and misunderstandings. Our different ways of expressing ourselves and different psychological filters make it hard to perceive one another's real intentions. So when you're upset with someone, it's good, I think, to ask yourself, do I really know why they were doing what they were doing? Or am I just sort of assuming that I understand their intentions? Because often we, we place intentions on other people that aren't really there. Um, and so the only way we can really know is by talking it through with that person. Um, rather than just sort of assuming someone is trying to hurt us and stewing about that, um, being angry with it, maybe being bitter towards them, actually addressing it, actually going to them and saying, what was your intention here? when you said that because it made me feel this way it hurt me in this way then you actually get to move through that rather than just assuming you understand someone else's perspective and finally uh, when we accept others it means we must learn to forgive them and have patience with their faults and when we can't forgive and we can't have patience with other people it actually impedes our own freedom because we often um, sort of become weighed down with bitterness rather than trusting that God is a, a just judge and we have to leave other people's actions in His hands.